Why, hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional. I am so excited to be sitting here today in the middle of a three-part series. I never thought we would do it. I'm excited about the topic, and I'm excited right now also to welcome my good friend, Suzanne. Hey, Suzanne, how are you? I'm doing great, Michelle. How are you? Good. I'm doing really good. I'm super inspired by this trio of episodes, which you suggested. Not that I'm surprised that you would suggest it or have a good idea, but... (laughs) This is wonderful. So yeah. Do you want to introduce where we're going today in the Life's Too Short episode? I can. As you know, last week's episode was the lighthearted side of Life's Too Short. It's a Life's Too Short to do things we just don't want to do anymore, like eat celery or stay in a sleazy hotel. So I think the word you used was flea bag (laughs) in the episode. It was. It was. But today we're going to go just a little bit more serious, not real serious, but life's too short for more serious things to think about. And I love this because I started like my spiritual awakening a couple of years ago. And part of that process is really to reevaluate where you are with your friendships, with your life goals, with Mm -hmm. the way you live life. And so yeah, I just started writing down all my ideas. So I have a ton of oh, them. Good. But I'm going to go ahead and let you start with your first Life's Too Short. Okay, so when I came up with this idea, I don't know what how it happened, but I got caught up in a, a bad memory with, when someone had said something years ago. And I don't even remember what it was now because I decided in my mind, life's too short to hold a grudge. (laughs) And I thought, oh, there's a series in this. (laughs) There's an episode, at least a podcast episode in this, because I thought I was using all of my positive energy and redirecting it to somehow getting caught up in this old memory that, and I realized I'm still holding a grudge against this person. I've got to let my grudge go. And basically, forgive that person and move on and decide whether or not, well, no decision, just move on. Forgive that person for what they said to me, what they did to me, which they probably didn't even realize they did. I just probably had my feelings hurt. And I'm like, life's too short. Let go of this, Suzanne. Let go of this grudge you're holding. Forgive this person in your heart and move on. And so I did that. So then I thought, okay, well, we have a whole podcast of the things that we need to let go of, the things that are not worth our time and energy. Life's too short. I had that on my list also, to not hold a grudge. But it is many times easier said than done But I do try to incorporate. I do try to let those negative emotions go right? and forgive. But But. (laughs) there's always a but. You go ahead because I think I know what you're going to say. Well, it's like, but clearly, if if we're still remembering something that happened five years ago, 10 years ago, it's like we have not let go of that grudge yet. And it's time to let go of it forget it, forgive, forget, move on. And I was going to say forgiveness is important, but 
you don't ever forget. I mean, you can numb the feelings behind it. You can become more emotionally detached from that, but it's hard to forget because when the thing, the same thing happens in the future, and if it happens, you're going to be kicking yourself in the butt. And so it's, I want to say easier to forgive than to forget, but they kind of go hand in hand. They do go hand in hand. And this thought process that I had a few weeks ago, you know, kind of one of my aha moments is like, okay, you've forgiven that person in your heart. So now you have to forget about it. You have, and so if it creeps in, if it, if something reminds me of it, I have to have control over my own brain and change my thinking patterns because um, my sister and I, when we were young, when we were young adults, I should say, when we were first living on our own, we would laugh and we would talk about vacuuming and how much we hated vacuuming. And my sister would say, it's the devil's work. And I would always laugh at that. And what she meant was when you're doing this mindless thing like vacuuming, the devil takes hold and stirs up evil bad negative thoughts in your brain and you can so easily get caught up in that and that happens to me when I'm driving is it's kind of a mindless task that you do and in Arizona it's a long distance to drive anywhere it's hard it's easy to get caught up in negative thoughts and I am trying to change that I'm trying to step away from negative thoughts and flip that switch and think about something else. Forgive, forget, move on. And I think there is still a full episode about grudges and how you walk through that process and the different things you can do. So I'm writing a note down right now to revisit that in a future episode and really deep dive into it and maybe give some examples because (laughs) we have a few. We we have a few, but I am working very hard at forgiving, forgetting, moving on. So, okay, so we need to move on in our list because we both have good lists for this episode. Okay, life's too short not to start checking those things off your bucket list. So I think you said it best um, a couple episodes back when you said, if not now, when? And we need to embrace that motto because we're not getting any younger. I agree. 100% with that one. That's a really good one. I like that one. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, I don't have a whole lot on my bucket list that I can just pull out of thin air right now. I'm sure if I sat down, I would have a whole list full, but I can't think of anything to share right now. Do you have a bucket list item you'd like to share? Well, I think I can put, and maybe in the previous episode when I brought this up, I already talked about opening my store because that was a lifelong dream of mine. But when I was raising my kids, I really backburnered that dream for quite a while, to the point where I forgot about it. And when I decided it was time to open my store, that's what kept coming back, that mantra in my head, if not now, then when? Because I felt my age catching up with me, like we only have so many good years left, And if we're in a good year mode, let's do it. Let's just do it. Because if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? 
what if I run out of time? So I opened example. Right. I opened my store then because it's like, if I didn't do it then, I was afraid it was never going to happen in my lifetime. A little morbid way of thinking about it, but it's so true. Yeah, time's ticking for everybody, and time is not guaranteed to anyone. So embrace the moment, seize the day. If not yes, now, when? Exactly. So what's next on your list, Suzanne? This one's a perfect one for me. Life is too short to feel guilty. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is a good one. And <laughs> right? I don't even have that one on my list. Right. And I am not a guilty person. I don't carry a lot of guilt, never have. And I know it used to drive my parents crazy when I was younger. But as I've gotten older and maybe wiser, that emotion of guilt has crept in. And I do feel more guilty about things like if I don't follow through with something I said I do, or if I can't get to my store when I want to get to my store, if I backburnering something that I shouldn't be backburnering. But life's too short to feel guilty. We are doing the best job we can with what we know today. And we should not feel guilty for our shortcomings. Everyone has shortcomings. Everyone has things they do that they wish they had done differently. We cannot spend our lives feeling guilty about it. It's a bad emotion to carry. And it's low vibrational too. And I will say for many, many years, guilt was a constant companion in my life. I always felt it walking hand in hand with me when I felt like I didn't do something correctly for the kids or I let my parents down or job related. So it was a constant companion. And recently I've really stepped into grace because I give it so freely to other people. I give them second chances. I release feelings about them when they've hurt my feelings, or I try to. I try mm-hmm. to. And, unless you're holding a grudge. Unless I'm holding a <laughs> grudge. But I, I do try to release all that and give them grace. And I have to remember that if I'm going to give other people grace, I need to give it to myself also. And just realize, as you said, we're doing the best that we can nobody's perfect, we're all human, and let it go. Again, sometimes easier said than done, because I'm still working on that one. I know. Well, I think all of these are works in progress. I I like that. Yeah, I, I don't think we can just automatically shut off a negative emotion that we carry with us. But feeling guilty for me is one that I have developed and now I have to go back to not feeling guilty. And it did. It used to drive me crazy in my younger adult years when people would say, well, I feel kind of guilty about that. It's like, don't feel guilty about it. You're doing the best you can with what you have. Okay. The next one on my list is life is too short not to take the high road. So when there's a situation developing and someone goes low, always go high. Because at the end of the day, it's easier to look yourself in the mirror and know that you didn't lower yourself to their tactics, which could be very embarrassing. Yeah, I have a, a friend who's going through a divorce right now. And I was very proud of the husband for a long time because he was taking the high road. And recently, I've seen that disintegrate. And right. it's very disappointing. And I don't know, sometimes I look at 
high road is high ground. And when you just don't stoop, is that the right, word? Stoop, yeah. To to that level, then you can always be proud of your position. And I think that's really important to always well, that goes hand in hand with then you don't have anything to feel guilty or feel bad about down the road because you knew you handled it the best way you could. And taking the high road is also critically important to your reputation. Because if you become that person who stoops to the level of someone else, that's the reputation you earned. Right. And I will just clarify, taking the high road does not always mean taking the easy road. It often is a much harder road to just not give in to responding awfully to a comment that's made or, you know, so yeah, not, not an easy thing to do, but life's too short not to. What's next on your list? Well, this one sounds almost contrary to that, but I think you can still take the high road, but life is too short not to speak your mind. Yeah, I mean, it could run contradictory, but I don't think it really does because speaking your mind is very close to another one I have on my list, which is living your truth. Because Mm -hmm. you can be kind, you can live your Mm -hmm. truth, and you can share with people how you're feeling, and you don't Mm -hmm. have to add all the extra jabs in there. Do you know what I mean? Do you understand? I do. Yep. But I do think to be true to yourself, you have to be able to speak your mind and not bow to peer pressure, for lack of another way of saying it, not be embarrassed by your position when someone else has a different position. But I agree, it has to be done with kindness. Yes, and in the past, I have shrunk my voice in order just to go with the flow. Mm -hmm. And then you just carry that around and you feel bad about it. So speaking your truth really does help you keep moving forward rather than stalling somewhere with someone or with an activity or with a experience. It does allow you to move forward. So I like that one a lot. Mm -hmm. Yep. So what's the next one on your list? And this one, we kind of talked about it and it has an interesting component to it. Life's too short to judge other people. Because everybody is not going to walk the same path as you, and that's okay. That's what brings diversity to the world. That's what brings conversation to the world. It's okay if somebody else is walking a different path. It's not up to us to judge how they're living their lives because they're doing the best they can. Mm -hmm. And I, (laughs) so I have this line of cards in my store that are hilarious And I just got this card in, and I think I bought all of the cards for myself to send to people because the card, all the card says is, I hate being judgmental, but damn, I am so good at it. I like that. (laughs) And that's how I feel about myself. I, I hate being judgmental. And boy, sometimes I can slip into that so easily. It's so easy to do. It's so easy. And I do have to take a step back and remind myself, it is not for me to decide what's best for someone else or what a better path is or why they made the decision they made. Not my business, not my job, 
I've got to take a step back and not do that. Exactly. And again, it comes as part of human nature. And it comes just without you even putting thought into it. Sometimes it's just Mm -hmm. what pops in very quickly before you have time to filter it and say, I mean, you can afterwards and say, oh, no, that's a judgment. I'll release that. But it just Mm -hmm. comes up and you don't even mean for it to to do it. (laughs) I know. But I was also thinking, we briefly talked about this is so you have judgment and you want to do your best not to judge because judgment usually it feels negative, the connotation behind it. But what is a compliment when you look at somebody and you say, I really like your shoes? Are you making a judgment on their shoes? But just because it's nice and meant in a nice way, it's not a judgment, which I think is a really good point. Really good point. And I've given that some thought, but I haven't resolved that in my mind. Yeah, me either. Or either, but we can go back and revisit that on another day. Maybe that's a full episode to explore a little bit deeper also. Okay, so what's next on your list? Well, next on my list is life is too short to, I think, actually, your husband, Rob, gave me this, this one on my list is life is too short not to spend time with your people, with your tribe. Absolutely. I 100% agree mm-hmm. with that. Most Just, importantly is to find the time to spend it with the people you love the most and you do whatever it takes to make it happen. I would agree with that because there's not enough time now to to spend as much as you want to with those people you love. And so to give that time away to somebody else who brings you down or doesn't see life in the same way you do, which sometimes it's okay. But I mean, when I'm talking about huge differences, Mm -hmm. and you just don't vibe with, why give them that attention when you could be with your mom, you could be with your best friend, you could be with somebody who does lift you up, and you can have these in depth conversations. Right. And I think when I said it, I'm actually, I'm actually not necessarily referring to other people. So you make a really good point. Yeah, it's like, choose to spend your time with the people that are important to you. I'm thinking more in terms of spending time with my people, instead of choosing to do something else like a, like a situation, like that old adage of on your deathbed, you're not going to worry about the overtime you spent at the office, you're going to worry about not saying goodbye to your children. So I'm thinking more in terms of making time for those people, making time for those people. Yes. And, and prioritizing those people and making them the most important thing in your life, not situations. Okay, well, I get that. Also, I just put it under different terminology on my, Mm -hmm. my list, I put down life's too short not to show up for those people that matter. To you. I like that. Yeah. And so it kind of goes hand in hand with that one, I mm-hmm. think. And it's right. self explanatory. I don't need to go into details right. on that one. Right. Well, I just had to follow up with that because I was going to say not to get morbid, but I seem to be going that direction today. Um, I've had enough, I've lost enough people in my life to know that it's really important to do it, to know that you've done everything you can for that person. Because once they're gone, you don't want to feel regret. Like I should have, I wish I had. 
So anyway, so that's just my my follow up to what you said. And I'll jump on that morbid train kind of just with an example, because I was in the parking lot once up in Anchorage. um, Mm -hmm. And I saw in the parking lot Cameron's kindergarten teacher. And I loved her. She was so good to him. She was such a great teacher, good experience that year. And as I was passing her, I'm like, oh, I really should stop by and say hi. I said, but no, I'm Mm -hmm. in a hurry. I have like these two babies here. I've got to get home. It's cold out. I'll just say hi to her next time I see her. And then like a week later, there was a plane crash and that opportunity sadly could never happen. So Mm -hmm. say your thank you, show your gratitude and don't sneak away just because you think you're busy in that moment. That's a hard lesson. Yeah, that is. That's really a hard lesson. Okay, so what's next on your list? Well, you kind of led right into it. It's like life is too short not to say thank you. I love that one. Yep. It's like show your appreciation, show your gratitude, say thank you. Yep, definitely. Because that goes a long way. It makes people, Mm -hmm. it allows people to feel seen, to feel heard, to be appreciated. Mm -hmm. And those are all things we want to feel in life. So gratitude, Mm -hmm. every morning I get up and speak to my gratitude. I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for that. And it will change the whole outlook on your day if you step into that first. Exactly. Okay, well, the next thing on my list kind of goes even hand in hand with that. I said life's too short not to align and do those things for your body, mind and soul. For your body, life's too short not to continue walking and moving and doing those things to ensure that you step into your next year's able to Mm -hmm. move and healthier and combating age. Mind-wise, life's too short not to live with a grateful mind, grateful heart, and then soul, Mm -hmm. just to do those things that fill your soul up, which could be spending time with friends, a walk in nature. Mm -hmm. So kind of aligning those to live Mm -hmm. your best life. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really broad one covers a lot of ground, but it's very true. It does. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. when they're all in alignment, when you're feeling healthy, your mood is lighter, your spirits lighter, you're looking for new things to bring in. And that's how I try to live my life. I love it. And you do live your life like that. I try to. I'm human. I step into other emotions sometimes. So do you have anything else on your list? I do. Um, Okay. How about you? Are we, how are we doing on time? I know I was the one that said, we got to keep this one short because I have a busy day, but. Yeah, um, I have two more things on my list. Okay. And I do too. So, okay. So this one is a quick one anyway. Life is too short not to attend a funeral. Oh yeah. I like that one. Right. So true. And so true because, and it goes back to a lot of what we've already said. It's like, it's really important to let the people who lost someone know that they're important enough for you to show up. So I could have said life too sh- life is too short not to show up because it's like you are sending a message to someone when you say you are important enough to me to show up and I'm going to show up and I'm going to show up on time because 
tardiness is another one of my pet peeves. Oh, I hate, yeah. I hate it when people are late. <laughs> I, I hate it too. I was going to get my hair cut yeah. the other day and I was going to be two minutes late. I'm like, I'm two minutes late. I'm so sorry and so apologetic for it. But that could be a life's too short too, is to be late. I know, is to never be late too. Because I think, I think when you show up, you're saying you are important to me. When you show up late, you're saying you're not important enough to me. I would agree with that. And I do. I do like that one. Uh, the next one on my list is life's too short not to try new things. Because if you never tried the Segway, Suzanne, how would you know that you hated it? And if you never rode a donkey, Suzanne, how would you know you didn't want to do it? <laughs> so embrace the new okay. things, maybe a hot air balloon soon. I really like that one. I think that's a good idea. I've, okay, a hot air balloon is on my bucket list. It's been on my bucket list for years. So that's going to be a kind of a no-brainer for me. I will do that one. But I also like that it's not necessarily adventures or adventurous things. It's like It's like life is too short not to try a food I've never tasted before. Again, that one's a challenge for me, but I would I know, agree. You but, might be missing out on something wonderful. But, exactly. And if I have to get on a donkey, you have to try food that you don't think you'd ever want to try. <laughs> well, I have. Since meeting Rob, right. I've expanded the things I've tried. Like I'd never tried ketchup before, Rob. And I eat ketchup now. Um, champagne. I never tried that really. And I love it now. So, yeah, I'm, right. I'm not going to be trying caviar. So don't even try that on this upcoming oh, no, cruise no, because no. I'm passing. I'm already telling right. you. I got it. <laughs> got it. Well, what's the next one on your list? Okay. The last one on my list, I again, I got from your husband. And that's life is too short to settle for less. Which Absolutely. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that one too. I think it's a really good one. I think why settle? You know, why um, compromise? You know, and I'm not thinking in terms of arguing or anything where you have to come to a compromise, but why compromise what you really want when life's too short? Why not just get what you really want? Right. Why not push that envelope? Why not push those boundaries? I yes. like that one. And yeah. he is a wise man. I knew he that. Is. That's that why I married him. He's wise and he's funny. Okay, well, the very last one on my list, and it's probably a good place to close it out, at least I think so. Life's too short not to embrace joy and find the silver lining in a situation. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, I, ca I consider that two separate thoughts, though. Okay, well, yeah. you can... I could see mm -hmm. where that would be be the right. case. Right. And I like both of them. I think they're both excellent. Right. So an example of embracing the joy is you're on a walk and you see a beautiful butterfly flutter by and you just take a moment to acknowledge that and just let that bring a smile to your day. It's uplifting. And then finding a silver lining. I don't know, my car broke down on the side of the road, but there was a person who was nice enough to stop and help me. So instead of like focusing in on right. the time it's costing me, the money it's costing me, the frustration, concentrate on the fact that there was some good Samaritan there that was able to help you. Right. And I think I've told you this before, but my daughter had a best friend in high school. And one day she described her friend to me 
because she said she could find the silver lining in anything. And I said, give me an example. And Katie said, well, her house could be burning down. And she could say, but it's such a beautiful day out today. (laughs) And I think that's a perfect example of finding the silver lining in anything that's happening happening to you. Definitely. Well, I've really enjoyed this episode. And I'm enjoying the series on Life's Too Short. So series one or part one was everyday things, things that we never have to do again. Today was the more serious side of it. And in the next episode, we're going to be talking about Life's Too Short to have to go back and revisit an event you've already done. I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but Life's Too Short to Let it happen again. Let it happen again. And they're just funny stories that have happened that we just never really want to happen to us again. Right. And I've got a lot. I've got a lot. You've met my husband. Yeah. And I've told you, I'm struggling with this list. So we'll see if I can come up with anything by the time we do that podcast. Okay. Well, it's a challenge, Suzanne, and you've accepted it. So I guess with all that shared, I'm just going to go ahead and say cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.